What is up, my dude? Hello. How are you? I'm fantastic. How about you? I'm great, man. Well, uh, for the people at home who don't know, I got my man Billy DeVore in the house, half of the Nasty Boys podcast. The new the Nasty, new nasty boys. boys. The newest. Not the old Nasty Boys. Forget no. the old Nasty Boys. They don't exist as far as we're concerned. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I'll take it. The new nasty boys. That's right. And uh, and you are a sports commentator, Billy. That's how I. That's when I listen to it. That's how <laughs> I. I felt like you know talking about things like taking shits in the stadium. I mean, that's sure. That's the kind of sports stuff that people don't talk about that we need to know in the real world. I know you, you kind of have to dig for it. There's some great people out there that do cover it, like uh, yeah, you know, the fun side of baseball. Like John Boy does a great job of that. Uh, now who's John Boy? John Boy, John Boy Media. He runs like uh, Talking Baseball, Talking Yanks. He's got Baseball Today. It's a whole network that he's built of baseball, like you know, just fun baseball culture. Who rules? That's he's, fantastic. He's, he's amazing. Is he a Cincy guy? No, he's a New York guy. Okay, cool. So, um, but yeah, man, this week was super stressful because you know, like we had to wait all week. To let people know, like, there was a guy on Reddit who said that he was going to climb to the top uh, by the ball in the ballpark, climb to the top of the platform where the Toyota Tundra is, and he was going to go into the bed of the truck and defecate in it. <laughs> and if anybody wanted to meet him in the fourth inning under the tall, the smokestacks, he could also help, you know, he could go in and shit in the Tundra with him. <laughs> So I was anxious all week for this game on Friday. Just like there's gonna be just a mob of people taking a shit, shit in the tundra. Yeah, you can't stop us all. You know, if there's like twenty of us, you don't have enough toilet paper for this, dude. <laughs> Who needs toilet paper when you just have the guys on the field playing, dude? When Cincy people riot, it goes crazy. So if they had the yeah. if they had that in mind, I mean, just imagine how much shit would be filled. With, the streets would be filled with it, bro. Oh, dude. Well, there's already the Ohio River right there, which is full of shit. That's so, true. Like, yeah, because you can tell by the color uh but dude so like all week i'm waiting i'm psyched and then friday night comes and uh my wife gets us tickets we're in the diamond club we're waiting for it to happen and the next thing you know they call the game because of rain but luckily you know we went in free food free drinks so we had the buffet had some drinks and then i went up and shit in the tundra and left it was great (laughs) it was awesome if i know one thing (laughs) there's no rain that's gonna wash that shit away you know actually it's very loose (laughs) i have a poor diet so it just slid right out we were good just pull down the back and it yeah all the money that the stadium made off of those hot dogs and stuff that they've been selling you over the years you literally gave it back to them uh in the tundra oh yeah dude i mean skyline just got their roi right there (laughs) is that your cincinnati chili that's my business term of the day (laughs) roi return on investment you're welcome you know people from dayton when we get fancy you know uh we break out the cincinnati chili that's how we that's how we let our women around here know that you know shit's gonna get spicy (laughs) that's right it's going to get real loosey-goosey. But also a hint of cinnamon and nutmeg. I'm not sure exactly. You're uh, right. There's a mystery. What's no, a mystery? It's, it's really not. You're right on the money with the chili. There's Does it smell like chili down there? Because I don't, I mean, I visit sometimes, but I don't go all the time. No, it's, it smells like the result of people eating gallons of chili a month. <laughs> That's what it smells like. It's not great. It's no. You know what? I almost just ask like like a hyperbolic question. Like, wouldn't it be terrible to have chili be your city staple in the <laughs> 
<laughs> but it is. I almost said it out loud, and yeah. I was like, don't say that. And you're like, yeah. It's not with some of this truth. Like, yeah. That's a wild thing, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, you're about to ask the guy if, yeah, how crazy is it that chili is your staple food? Well, like, I have a cheese coney tattooed on me. <laughs> so, like, that's, like, the real fucking deal. You're about to fire this shit out. My business card says Cincinnati Chili Historian. Yeah, it's a fucking staple <laughs> in Cincinnati. <laughs> Of course it is. We're the chili town of the world. The chili <laughs> capital, if you will. They could just I just picture guys named Steve like at chili cookoffs up all night, just ashing Marlboro Reds, you know what I mean? Just sweating and hair nets. Dude, that's shit that happens in like Santa Fe, New Mexico, or Amarillo, Texas. <laughs> you guys don't have a lot of chili cookoffs down there. <laughs> no, a lot of chili cookoffs down there. <laughs> They're like, we got one chili we like, and that's it. Fuck all the other chili. <laughs> yeah, it's Hormel. It comes in a forty-four ounce can. More like Hormel. She's for the streets. She's <laughs> for the streets. <laughs> the streets will be running with Hormel chili. <laughs> Just flowing everywhere. You need a Hormel chili right now, yeah, Billy. I'm so Hormel. Hormel right chili, Billy. Oh God. Dog. There's a guy, uh, comic who's been around forever. His name is Troy Baxley, and uh, I've opened for him a couple of times at Go Bananas. And uh, he, he, uh, one of his jokes for when he's in town, he just goes, uh, he goes, he goes, it's any chili? That's not fucking chili. You know, it's real chili, Hormel. You know what I do? I go to Walmart. I get a big can of Hormel chili. Get a big whole wooden homeless spoon. And I just eat it. Just open up a can and eat it right in front of a Skylark window. Calls it Skylark. <laughs> Skylark, he goes at Skylark and Gold Pond, Gold Pond, just fucking eat it, <laughs> just right there and just go. This is real fucking chilly with my my big wooden homeless spoon. Now, do you know the history of the rivalry between Skyline and uh, Gold Star? As a matter of fact, I do. I would really like. I mean, if you're this the chili historian, uh, is that a self deemed or self deemed? Okay, yeah, yeah. if you're the chili historian, in fact, that you do claim to be. Yeah. I'd like to know the origins of the, the yeah. beef. It's also a self-proclaimed doctorate, so I'm Dr. William John DeVore IV when I talk about <laughs> chili history. You're the chili doctor? Yeah, the chili You're man. You're a fucking chili <laughs> 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 Yeah, dude. Oh I'm Doc Chili Billy, <laughs> dude. <laughs> PhD uh, in chili history. Uh. And gastronomics. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna, a lot of farts. Yeah, lots um, of farts. Good for your heart, though. Ter- no, it's terrible for your heart. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, they're like, my arteries was, are clogged. With they're like the beans are good, but the grease that we dump over, it really just supersedes all the goodness. <laughs> not great. Yeah. yeah, when you put chocolate and chili, I mean, it's not really chocolate and ground beef. It's probably not great for you. That's 100% but, cacao. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're like I get cacao, maybe some dark chocolate to put in with our ground chocolate. Great move. Don't you denigrate the city? I'm it's not denigrating it. That's just what happens in the chili. I don't. Is it chocolate? Did you just let the secret out? I thought it was uh, cinnamon. There's cinnamon, and nutmeg, and, yeah, and chocolate. There's chocolate in it. It's not a secret. You can you can find the recipe. What you yeah. can find the it's recipe? Not, yeah, dude. It's not like KFC. Oh shit! It's like it's out there. Yeah. Um. My uh, my likeness. I'm having a brain fart. He's uh, Maddie Matheson, which people are like, you're like, yeah, you look like Maddie, and I'm like, thanks. I'm not as fat or cool, but thank you. <laughs> uh, but uh, I was gonna come up with a character I was gonna do uh, where it's a parody of Maddie Matheson, where he's a chef, and instead of making like gourmet meals, I would just make hungry man meals wrong and call myself Fatty Fatterson. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, but yeah, he made a since he did Cincinnati Chili on his YouTube channel. It's great. He made his own, or he yeah. made he made Cincinnati Chili. He's like, I made a little different. Um, 
Huh? Beef. Okay, here's the beef on that. Okay. Yeah, what kind of? Yeah. So it started with Ever's Chili in the we- on the west side, and then they like actually they didn't have like a brick and mortar. They started serving it at bowling alleys. Okay. And then eventually, uh, one of them split off and started Skyline. Uh, well, no, no, sorry, I'm wrong there. There were two brothers that were running Empress, and eventually, no, sorry, I'm doing this wrong. I'm doing this fucking terribly because I'm having a brain fart. You're making me, you know, I'm all, I'm, I'm off the clock, okay? <laughs> Chili business hours are between nine and five, Monday through Friday. Yeah, I ca- I thought I came for comedy. He's like, you guys are putting me back on, and and you know what I mean, in the chili field. Here. Jeez, let me clock in here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, there were two brothers who were running Empress, and then they split. One of them started Skyline, and one of them started Gold Star. It's literally the exact same fucking thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dude, and I, that's so weird because my girlfriend fucking hates Gold Star. Dude. It's like East Coast versus West Coast. It's Pepsi yeah. Coke thing here in Dayton. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. same in Cincy. Like, yeah. there, was somebody, there was actually a university that did a study, and it said that there is a vehement response. Like, 90%. If you're a Skyline, if you like Skyline, it is a vehement response where you're like, Gold star. Yeah. Which like, let's be honest here. It's weird. What are they putting in it to make them <laughs> I've, no, come? I have no idea. I don't know what's different about so you're it. You're saying that the come of people from Cincinnati makes other people in other counties irate. It makes them angry. Yeah. It does feel good. Like when I have a three way, um, you know, I feel like I had a real three way. You know it's what I'm saying? It's the only three way I've ever had. It's the only three way you've ever had. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it has spaghetti in it. So it's got more than just my noodle. You know what There's I mean? There's a lot of noodles, dude. Yeah, but th- yeah. so they split, and then that's that's where it comes through. And then those two brothers hated each other. So it was a family feud like the Hatfields and McCoys, but just with a loose meat Greek sauce. Dude, do you think anyone ever died uh, in the Gold Star? In the Chili Wars? Skyline Chili Wars? <laughs> yeah, the Chili Wars of, of 1947 to 2022. I mean, that's a long legacy of murder and betrayal and, you know, your daddy killed my daddy. And I don't know if you could consider heart disease murder. You could. If you're, it depends on what you're putting in your brother's chili. That's true. And uh, yeah, it's just maybe slow poisoning over over you know decades. Yeah, if you can get to the source of their cattle farm and you can poison them, you know, a little bit at a time. And that's true. Just like a like a like a what is it? A, not a betrothed. It's like a scorned wife. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. When I say betrothed, I don't even know why that came to mind first. But yeah, scorned. Yeah. Scorned woman. There's nothing like a, the wrath of a scorned woman. That's I don't a know hot why sauce. That come to mind. That's a hot sauce. Scorned woman. Uh, wrath of a scorned woman. Really? Yeah. I don't think I'd like to try it. Not that hard. Not that <laughs> hot. But it made my dick burn. Uh, <laughs> Gave me gonorrhea for three weeks. <laughs> yeah, dude. I got the itchy scratchies. Yeah. Not good. Not, Not so good. good. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah. get a cream for that. I think. Yeah. I got a guy. I don't know. It's yeah. a street. It's like a street thing. But we. we, we it's. Uh, I got a guy. We get some antibiotics. I got a cream for it. It's. Uh, it right comes in a white tub it says daisies on the side it's sour cream it's just sour cream <laughs> it's sour cream <laughs> he's like yeah i just put sour cream on all my venereal <laughs> infections <laughs> yeah it's got cultures in it i'm pretty sure it's the same thing as an antibiotic yeah it's pasteurized the same thing it's a pasteurized antibiotic <laughs> you hear that today we're breaking the internet yeah. sour cream actually a pasteurized antibiotic that's right. This is what the this is what Joe Biden doesn't want. He doesn't want us putting out misinformation. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why that new bill that they proposed is is perfectly fine, you know? Like why not? Yeah. Well, this is why Elon Musk bought Twitter so we can just fire this stuff out there. Yeah, I think that we're going to eventually all of the like shithead comics like uh, are going to get, you know, in the next 10 20 years, we'll be shut down to the point where we can only be on Twitter that's and just in in just Elon will just like, you know, he'll retweet us from time to time. What? 
The Dave Chappelle getting tackled. I thought that he didn't quite get tackled, but he was definitely attacked on stage. What's your yeah. take on that, Billy? That sucks. That I don't know. <laughs> crazy. Do you think that sets a precedent for like Here's my thing, man. Like this it's like there's this all of a sudden like like with Chris Rock getting slapped and then this guy tackling Dave. Like this stuff has always been out there and available to happen. And the more and more divided we become as a country and the more and more we get mad at each other, this kind of shit's going to continue to happen. It's a, it just sucks that we went from kids shooting up schools to people tackling stand-up comics, but yeah. you know, that's I guess that's the world we're living in now. It's it's you have to pick yeah. you have to pick le- the lesser of two evils. Yeah, um, I guess but I don't get, I'm as a comic, we don't want that though. No, but right? uh, you know? Sure, but then any content. Not good. saying shoot more kids. I'm not saying shoot more kids sure. for comedy. That's not what yeah. I'm saying. That's not the metaphor. That's not sure. the overall metaphor. Sure, I get what you're saying, but when I'm, uh, I mean, if I were to get tackled on stage, hell yeah, because I'm posting it on YouTube and I'm blowing up. You're you blowing know? the fuck up. You know what I mean? Yes. But if Dave Chappelle gets tackled, that guy's a shit brick wall. The guy yeah. kind of bounced off of Dave. Yeah, he's a big. He's old got boy. enough security, and then Dave went over and kicked the dude in the face after being held down by twenty other fucks. Dude, you know? they broke his arm. Did you see the meme the next day oh. of this dude? He was in the, on the Ghetto Boys album. Yeah, <laughs> it was so. Funny. Oh my god, he's all yeah. crooked and bent up, and uh, I was like, that is that's exactly what everyone needed to see. What did somebody for anyone say? who wants to fucking come and test a comic on stage for something yeah. that we're saying? Like, how about this? How about like be okay with not agreeing with everything I'm saying, or just let yeah. yourself be loose and and take a, a little bit of dissent. Well, that guy bought a ticket and had a plan. You know what I yeah. mean? This isn't like it was. You're right. Like, Those are expensive fucking tickets to go see Chappelle in L.A. Were they in L.A.? They, yeah, they were at the Hollywood Bowl. That's a, that's a lot of money. Probably a couple hundred dollar, maybe a thousand dollar ticket. Either. Yeah, exactly. And then so he he signed up for it. He he bought the ticket knowing I'm going to wear a terrible Thrasher hoodie and I'm going to go up there. <laughs> that's all you can afford for a three thousand dollar ticket. Yeah, three thousand dollar ticket. What am I going to wear? I got to go. Let me hit up Goodwill real quick. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to charge the stage like this guy knew what he was doing. Yeah, for sure you had a plan. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's not a sporadic no. thing. No, I, I don't. I don't believe. I think no. it was. It was definitely. Um, I don't think this well is just. Out. But here's my thing: is like it's not just gonna keep happening. Like it's not gonna happen to some Joe Schmo who's at a bar in like in like somewhere in the Midwest. You know, like it's not yeah. just. You're not gonna be doing like a VFW, and then some Vietnam vet's gonna have a flashback, run up and tackle you. Like, that's not going to fucking happen. You're right, but just, you know, the, with the world that we live in and the the way that a lot of people's heads work, it's like the anxiety of it alone. Like, last night I was on stage in Louisville, and I was like, for a second, like, I said a joke that maybe, I said a joke that the crowd didn't, like, agree with. And, yeah. it's, and it's like one of those where you got to see where I'm going. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. hold on. Like, I know you don't like that, but wait. Just wait, a joke that the crowd didn't agree with? What, your entire act? Yeah, Boom, mo- most of it. Uh, Come on. Uh, it, but, it, but for a moment, I was like, if I don't dig myself out of this with this punchline and make it sound palatable, yeah, you know what I mean. I was like, "Is there a chance I'm gonna get fucking punched?" No, that risk has always been there. And I think that's you're always right. You're been right. There. I'm exacerbating it. Then. Yeah, man. Like there was one time I was working this, working the door at Go Bananas, and there was this guy who was absolutely hammered, and he got up and he walked in between each of the rows and slowly was going towards the stage, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And the guy just went, excuse me, excuse And then just like put one foot on the stage and went up. And I just went, oh, and I went up to him and I grabbed him, put my arm around his shoulder like, well, nope, we got to go. And was like really chill about it. But this is like, this shit has happened over all the time. My yeah. favorite part of grabbing him was as soon as I put my arm around him and started walking, he went, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like immediately knew <laughs> he, what he did yeah, was yeah. wrong. But there was not, it wasn't like a violent thing. 
But also, Dave has been like going out and tackle and just tackling these issues. Uh, no, I didn't mean to have a pun there, but it happened. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's definitely tackling some issues. You some know, hot topics. and the big thing is, is like the last special and supposedly this new hour is a lot about is about like trans rights, and that's a hot button issue. Yeah. You're gonna get people who are very passionate about it. Yeah, and when you're that close and that exposed, you're gonna get some shit dick piece of shit who's gonna run up the stage and tackle you. Yeah. That's a part of the job that we signed up for if you want to go that route with comedy. There's never been a comic up there just like, mm, ramen's weird, and then someone who's passionate about ramen runs up and tackles the fuck. Right. It's just that's a part of what I think you sign up for, and it's shitty that that happens. But, like, that's a risk you take. There are risks yeah. involved with everything that you do, no matter your job or who you are. We've all been exposed to it like a million times is what yeah. you're saying. But I feel like that was just on a larger scale. And so it made yeah, it's a Hollywood bowl. I mean, yeah. that night, he the largest of scales for comedy, literally. Yeah. I mean, the dude fucking like that night, Dave broke Richard Pryor's record of performing at the Hollywood bowl. Dude, that's crazy. He's a living legend. Isn't it cool to be a comic at the same time that he's a comic and like be alive at the same, you yeah. know what I mean? And see the feats that he, him, guys like Kevin Hart and Rogan, uh-huh. just to see the, le- you're like, that's it. They started off as a comic. What? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And like, yeah, big, big, uh, and also like props to those guys. setting kind of, you know, trailblazing for us, like Rogan with the size of his podcast and also showing like, and moving to Austin, being like, you can do this anywhere. Yeah. Um, and the network that he's created th- through all of his friends and associates. Where, shit, you yeah, know dude. what I mean? All those podcasts are because he, he either suggested someone start their own or he helped those guys get off the yeah. ground, you know? But look around. Like, it set up the precedent for even this to happen. Yeah. Be like, oh, shit, you can just set up GoPros, make a studio, and then here you go. Yeah. And just go. And just make it easier for people to digest content and take it in and then see us actually do stand-up. That's the best part of it. And this creates more people who can agree with us to come to the shows. I think True. that was that was like my idea. I was like, okay, I can't I I have three kids and a job and I can be I can travel, you know, five, six hours from here, two, three hours from here, right? Sure. Every weekend if I wanted to. And, uh-huh. and that's a good demo. But it's like if I want to reach people across the country, that can only happen a few times a year for me. Sure. So I want to be able to make my own media, get other comics, make their own media. It's like that that network thing. It kind of like what you were talking about earlier with that guy who had all like uh, the guy from New York. What's his name? The sports podcaster who has a network. Oh, John Boy. Yeah. I mean, like when people say stuff like that, for whatever reason, that resonates to me. I'm like, wow, wouldn't that be cool to like help a bunch of other people get put on and then also and put myself on within that and sure. then make like a atmosphere of 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 good content, like you said. And like, it also has to be, it also has to be, um, well thought out. Like you got to have those social media clips. You got to have those posts. You got to have it timed. You got to have, you got to have the stand up too. Because when they find you, who gives a fuck if you're not, if if you're not funny funny when you go to the club to see you, who gives a fuck anyway? Well, that's why you get, there's two things. One, that's why you start when you see like someone who blows up on TikTok and they're like, Oh, they're headlining funny bones or other like chain clubs. You're like, how the fuck this happened? And then you see them just do one round of special events, and then that's it. Yeah. Because they fizzle out. They didn't work on the stand-up beforehand. Um, and then, two, um, there is no such thing as just be, just being a stand-up comedian anymore. You are a stand-up comedian. You're a podcaster. You're a video editor. You're an audio engineer. You are a, a writer. Like There are all of these things now that it's is comedy plus. 
So like the days of just being like, I, you know, I just I just send out VHS tapes or send over a tape and I just do stand up. It's over. It's done. It's you have to be a Swiss Army knife. Yeah. Where it's just like fart jokes, dick jokes, and then oh yeah, I also know how to use Premiere Pro. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah exactly. It's exhausting, but Not, that's a part of it, man. Yeah, you got to be social media savvy too. On top of it, yeah, like everything everything has to come into place and. uh and even then, like, there's still a small chance that it might not work, but I try not to ever think about that plan B. Like, that's yeah. the last that's the last thing in my mind ever. Like, it, and, and when it comes up, I'm, like, disturbed. I'm like, hey, mm -hmm. hey, fucker. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Get you, back to the game plan. Dude, there's always people. It's it's so wild. They're like, uh, you know, there, there's people who have said to me, he's like, do you have a quit date? And I'm like, a quit date? No, because guess what? I keep getting older. I keep learning comedy will always be there. And there's always going to be a demographic for wherever you are in your life. Exactly. So it's like, oh, you can just keep doing this forever, even though if it's not like 100% your full-time job. It is your fucking job. Yep. It's what you do. Uh, it d might not always pay the bills nine to five, but guess what? It is your job because you're experiencing it and doing it 24-7, even when you're not thinking about it. Like even if you're not like sitting down writing or doing something actively at comedy that's always in the back of your head and you're always writing, doing something. And that will never change for me anyway. I don't know about you, but like that's. I 100% I agree is. with that. You have a really great outlook on it, dude. Like I love that, that like be here now kind of like attitude. Like mm -hmm. that's, that's where I try to find myself a lot. And like it doesn't always work because of the hustle and bustle of life. Sure. Um, but when I do get to like just live in the moment, talk to a guy like you, be in the studio, know that I have stuff to look forward to, it, it makes you feel uh, like good as a person. And when you kind of like capture that and show other people, like um, I think you, you spread joy. Like that's what that's what yeah. this is all about. It's too. all about being able to take us take take a breath and a step back and look. Mm -hmm. And that's something you have to do often. Like uh, there's a book I read when I started doing stand up called The Art and Zen of Stand Up Comedy. And one thing it taught me about performing on stage and then also looking at life outside of it was um, give a fuck, but don't give a fuck, which is go up, be the most prepared you can be before that moment you step on stage. Like, I'm prepared. I've got everything down. Here we go. But as soon as your foot steps on that stage, do not give a fuck whatsoever because you've already done all the work. Here you go. Now you just get to go and you get to be a vessel from that moment that's happening now and your mouth opens and then the jokes just come out and you let that happen. And then whatever else is happening in that room, say some dumb fuck says some dumb shit and then you can hop in that because you're open and you're a viewer and you are just accepting what's going on. You can be able to bounce off and deal with that and then go from there. And then when you're done, get off stage and then give the most fucks. Watch it over again. Watch what you're doing. See what you did wrong. See what you did right. Edit. And then go on to the next thing that you've got on the books. Just the way that you explain comedy and like being on stage, like as a comic, I resonate with that so much because like I hear what you're saying and I have that same internal dialogue, but I've never been able to express it outwardly. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. But like everything that you're saying is like 100% accurate. Uh, it's yeah. To, to, to a scary level, actually. <laughs> like I was like, holy shit, have you been inside my head? <laughs> you know what I mean? I hope. But I think that that, that, moment right there that you were able to verbalize um that's the moment we're all trying to really capture it's like that doing what you love the most and just having the most fun at it and being right there yeah like there's no like that's peak performance that's yeah. what we're here on this earth for is that those little moments and it's like, why you see so many clips online it's like what's wild now with the with like people posting so many stand-up reels is how many of those people are actually burning material 
None. Because guess what it is? It's all those in the moment. Something happened between me and a crowd member, either like comedian destroys heckler (laughs) or like just some small interaction. Yeah. Or if it's topical. Because that's a genuine. Right. You can burn those too. Yeah. And it's a genuine moment. And people are into that. They're like, this is real. This is what I expect. This is what you. That's what you see when you go and see stand up. And not some just row up like bleep, bloop, bleep. Yes. Bleep. The what's so weird about toenails? Like it's like real human shit. Yeah. Not only do you have to like hone your act and get to a new level to be there, but you have to really be present. Yeah. In the moment, dude. That's uh. do you think that's something you learned? Because you said you rapped like when you did a live show, like that's something that you probably had to hone in too, because that's a whole other skill set. Yeah. I think that it helped me as far as like being a comic, like just my stage presence. But like the jokes weren't there. Like, you know how some people have presence and some people have jokes. Like, some people are great yeah. writers right away. Sure. You know, they work towards that. And then every now and then you get, like, a Kevin Hart or a fucking um, Richard Pryor or somebody who's probably just, like, they're like, how are you good? Immediately. Because it's crazy. But, yeah, but I'm obviously I'm not gifted like that. So I had the presence, and I, 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 I was confident. And then eventually um, I kind of worked my way into being funny. Sure. That takes time. It was yesterday. It was yesterday. It was in Louisville. Uh, Less than 24 hours. Yeah, I got funny. It was took a lot long time. Uh, No, that happened for me too, man. Like I had to work at it because I started with sketch and doing video stuff, and then like then did stand up, Um, and then like once I was doing that, I wasn't I wasn't good at stand up for a long time. Like I don't even consider myself good. I just what what I'm saying is getting consistent laughs that like where I wasn't bombing took a long time because I had stage presence. I could do that, but I didn't know how I was supposed to write a joke yet. What worked for me. And that just takes a lot of time. And I totally get that. Yeah. Do you think that's with every art? Like that it's like, it's all kind of the same, no matter how we're expressing ourselves. But the only thing that's different is the perspective. Like the perspective Mm -hmm. of the human experience is the only thing that's really sure different from any of us sure but that's why we also talk about something that's relatable immediately um i think that a lot of it's all very much the same like like i was talking about this last night i was talking to a guy who does poetry about stand-up and i went and and it also relates with rap we're all doing the same thing we're all just up here if you think like i said this last week on stage and i was i was i was in the zone i was doing really well i just looked at the crowd when i'm just up here drumming because you're just going and you you're call it hitting, drumming. Yeah, because you're hitting your notes. I dude. like that, Alex. You know Alex Eakin. Yeah. Yeah. He calls it cooking. Yeah, you're I'll, cooking. I yeah, we that. were talking one time, and he was like, "Dude, I was really up there cooking." And I was like, "That's a fucking great way to yeah, say it." Yeah, cooking, drumming great. too, though. Drumming, because you're following the beats, and it's always you know, like you're doing da 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 punchline. Yeah. It's the same thing with rap, because you're following the beat, and then you're creating around it. And instead of those pauses or something, at the end of the song where it's just clap or whatever, or poetry where it snaps and it emotes uh, an emotion inside you. Stand up, you are forcing the laughter out of a, a human being where it's completely different. And two thirds of the battle is keeping them in rhythm. And well, and the other third saying something funny, but yeah. keeping them in rhythm. And it's like so eerily close to being all the same thing. It, it really is, too. Yeah. It's, yeah. You're really good at describing it, dude. You should write a book on stand up. <laughs> no, fuck that. No, I fucking. Don't this you, is honestly one of my. Fear, I hate talking about stand up. But no, you got, you got me on a good day. It's almost like, though, like those guys who like do the stand up courses and stuff. It's like. Fucking scam artist, you mean? Yeah, dude. It's like, you want to. I want to believe you, but how come you aren't successful at stand up? How come I didn't hear about you at the club? Or on Netflix yeah. or wherever you I consume my content. Why? Yeah, those who can't do teach, and those yes. who can't teach teach gym. 
<laughs> so that's the classic saying, dude. That's what you see out here, man. <laughs> so you're saying that like that's like the gym teacher level of comedy. Yeah, dude. It's like, oh, how about this? Those who can't do teach, those who can't, uh, those who can't do teach, those who teach do improv. <laughs> can't teach do improv. How about that? Does yeah. that work? Does that check out? <laughs> Get out of here. Take a lap. Take a lap. <laughs> he really does, dude. <laughs> Give me 20. Yeah, I can't tell if you're like, that's just. Gym teacher vibe? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, is it you I'm probably hungover? have a whistle under your shirt. <laughs> yeah. I said, is it because I'm hungover? Because my gym teacher was always hungover. Is that a Canadian mister? Dude, it is. Uh, oh, I Canadian went football. Okay, to it's Canadian Nike. soccer. Yeah, dude, I went to uh, Canada in January. Is it football there or is that not? No. That is, it is that soccer that, up is there because okay, they have soccer. Canadian football. Oh, they have actual football. Yeah, do you know? Have, yeah, it's CFL. I've got a. Uh, like I've got a CFL shirt from Hamilton, Ontario. It's the they're the Tiger Cats. Yeah, it's a wider field. They have three downs. It's a different game. That's crazy. It's nuts, dude. I could spend all day talking to you about sports just because I don't know sport. I didn't have a dad. I don't know sports. <laughs> and uh, dude, you know what's wild? The sports person in our household was my mom. Really? So every Sunday we I'm would a sit sexist in front piece of, the couch. of shit. My mom was too, though. Oh, dude, baseball, football, <laughs> every day, every Sunday. Sit on the couch after church, and we would watch football all day. Did your mom let you guys watch pro wrestling? Nope. Nope. Just football, baseball. All, she's like, real sports. Was that the devil? Yes, it was. <laughs> that was the devil. Still is. It still is the devil. <laughs> Actually. Yeah, she, saw the, she saw Sting, and she went, that man's the devil. <laughs> he kind of looks like the devil, dude. Yeah. Oh, shit. How long have we been going, Justin? Oh, we got time. We started a little late. I was like, oh, shit. I don't want to um go over. Uh, yeah. Yeah, did you, so you never got into pro, pro wrestling? No. Just real Missed sports? It. No, just, yeah, real sports, uh, non-staged sport. Well, what about, what about combat sports? Do you like combat sports, like boxing? And, I mean, and I love boxing. I, I recently have, I don't like sit actively watch boxing, but yeah. I like when boxing is on or I'll sit and I'll watch an old fight sometimes. Tell me if you've seen this fight. Uh, it was, uh, it was on a plane. <laughs> <It> was <fine>. <laughs> <laughs> What a setup. That's what so a cool, fucking right? lead in. <laughs> is this the Mike Tyson thing? Are we getting into Mike Tyson punching the person? Did you watch the video? No, I still haven't. I like saw something out when I was laying in bed just scrolling through and then There's like so much going someone on referenced it. I haven't to, watched the video yet. It's hard to it's sometimes things, even when it's good, like just the headline is enough. Yeah, I'm like Mike Tyson punches. I'm like, that's what he did. <laughs> He was really good at it for so long. Of like, course, there's a whole game about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that he there's no long he was no longer attached to. So yeah, yeah. Oh, he that story is wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're actually Mike. Hall, they're yeah. They're Mike Vander Hollowfield's ears. Yeah, that are his edibles. Dude, the guy I'm owns a, a weed farm. Who's the most chill now? Like his whole thing's about being chill and balanced and weed. And yet he still gets on a plane and punches a motherfucker square in the face. He got too close to him, dude. Too close. You can't ask the champ for an autograph in the, you know what I mean, in the middle of the day on a flight. He's been up doing DMT all night trying to find <laughs> his inner child and shit. Yeah, let's get ready on my second show. Yeah. <laughs> dude, they took away his childhood. He's like, you know, when I was a 17-year-old, he was pretty much like 17 when he started fighting, dude. Yeah. 
Like he didn't really get a so it's like he's like Michael Jackson, but like instead of like touching people, he's like beating people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, he. But here's the thing: Mike Tyson never fought a kid. <laughs> we don't know that. <laughs> we know that for a fact. Mike Tyson never was like, "Come in, yeah, get check out my mansion," and then just punched him in the fucking face. I have a conspiracy theory that like you know Ooh. the rich and powerful. Okay. I think that they take these fighters mm-hmm. and they like have like underground fight clubs where they make them fight to the death. Sure. And then you know what else is next to them? Kids in cages that they're also having sex with. Yeah, exactly. It's the Illuminati. They this can do whatever whatever you say. <laughs> and you're just like, yeah, obviously, like, yeah, rich people can do that. Because, like, they're so rich. They're so detached from normal culture that yeah. it's just like, this is how they do things now. They're like, isn't this fun? And we're like, what? <laughs> no. No. It's like, couldn't you just have sex with normal people? It's like, yeah, but then I could also have this Ethiopian kid I had stolen. Who's five in this cage? <laughs> How cool is that? It's like that's not cool. Yeah, that's not cool at all. Jeff like, have you ever Bezos. heard of Wayfair? Wayfair, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get the kid in the dresser. It comes out. You're like, oh shit. Now listen, your uh, your your hair tells me that you have read a conspiracy theory or two. You are correct on okay, that. Okay, all right. Now, can you what what is your favorite one that you'd like that you feel comfortable diving into? Uh, shit, hit me and I'm 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 ready to fall down the rabbit hole. I don't know. That's what I'm that's okay. what I I like okay. to I, I was going to see if you could hit me to something I'll new. hit you with something like uh shit. Um okay. Like Bigfoot's probably real. I would say that. Do you, There's you aliens. See the, the, the Bobcat Goldweight movie about it? What? The Bigfoot movie? No, I haven't. It's like a horror film. What? Yeah, he directed it. It's actually a scary movie. What's it called? I don't remember. Fuck. You have to find it, but directed by Bob, directed by Bobcat. I'll, f- I'll have to find it, but it's probably the picture's blurry. Get it? Because Bigfoot. Yeah. Do you get it? Yeah. Do you get it? It's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, but it's like a horror movie surrounding like the the, the filming. It, the, apparently, it's like the Blair Witch Project. Bobcat, Bobcat Goldthwait. Goldthwait. Jamie, pull it up. That's, right. Yeah, Justin. No, no, but that's from Jamie. Joe yeah, okay, thank yeah. you. That's what everyone says. My other buddy, Zach, that used to do it, they used to call him Fat Jamie. Do what? <laughs> no, Goldthwait. Goldthwait. I met him once. They have his picture at Wiley's on the yeah. wall. He's been through there. I met him at Bonnaroo. Really? Mm-hmm. You went to Bonnaroo? I've been to Bonnaroo three times. Dude, you you go to music <laughs> festivals and you would do it. Dude, yeah. you're so cool, Billy, dude. Yeah, I'm going to one in uh, August in Seattle. I'm very excited about So do you stay hydrated when you go to those festivals? You bet I do. <laughs> there was one, one year, it was 2014, it was uh, Alicia and I, I was so worried about being dehydrated that I brought 14 water bottles in my backpack. Jesus, dude. It's like, we're going to be in all day. And then the security guard was like, why do you have so much water? I'm like, because I'm on so many drugs. You shut the <laughs> fuck up. You, you worry about your yourself. your fucking business, yeah, sir. Worry about yourself, Trevor. <laughs> Willow Creek. Willow Creek. Okay. Okay. So that must be the place where the sighting was filmed. The original mm. sighting was filmed. Mm. So, yeah. Here's the oh, thing. Here's Spoiler alert. I haven't seen the movie either. I just heard Joe Rogan talking about that to, uh, <laughs> to Dan to, uh, on the new, uh, what's yeah. the new podcast he did with uh, the guy from the man show? I used to watch it. I saw Adam Carolla. Stan, no, Stanhope. He, he did bananas a few years ago. Oh, Doug Stanhope's yeah, great. He was just on Rogan's podcast and they were talking about Goldthwait. Oh, Stanhope's amazing. Yeah. Uh, here's one, a conspiracy theory that is local to here. There's for sure aliens at right, Pat. Uh, at, turn the cameras off. Get them. Hey, <laughs> we're going to have to drag them down. Neuralize them immediately. Get that nerd. We grew up in, uh, we actually grew up in Fairborn. We went to, well, I went to high school out there, so I moved there like midway through my childhood. And, uh, but my yeah. friend Justin's from there. 
And yeah, dude, Fairborn is like a weird fucking spooky town. Yeah. And that's on the outskirts of the base, like kind of surrounding the right. town. And it's like really like kind of, it's just creepy. When you drive through there, yeah. it's like, uh, what's that movie? Or it might've been a book, Erie, Indiana. Do you remember the series? No. Erie, Indiana. I don't. That's how it feels. Cause they just have like the biggest thing in Fairborn is like this spooky little Halloween store. And it's okay. like, they own the entire downtown. Weird. It's super weird. And every year for like two months, it's nothing but like, you know, crazy decorations. And That's cool. People come from all over. They do festivals and stuff in the, in the downtown area. But it's just like, I don't know, dude, you get this vibe. I don't know if it's aliens or ghosts or what, but. I've never seen an apparition. I don't believe in ghosts. I've never seen sure. an alien, but I, I like to think that, you know, there are things outside of our, like the spectrum that we can see and hear as mm-hmm. human beings. So I feel like there's definitely different dimensions and different things going on around us all the time that I'm, sure. I'm unaware of. And, yeah. you know, maybe if you smoke some DNT, you can crack that, <laughs> crack that tunnel and fucking walk yeah. through the portal and talk right to a demon or whatever. That'd Have you ever, s- you ever done DNT? Yeah. I've done it too. I've done it. Uh, twice. I did it twice. I did it with with you actually. Yeah. Yeah. You did it just the once, right? The last time that I did it, we did it twice together. So the last time that I did it was right when the pandy started and everything shut down. Yeah. And I was like, you're like, sure, let's go on a crazy ass trip for fifteen. I was like, I need to know what's going on with the world. So what had happened was like, uh, uh, he didn't even Justin hadn't even smoked it yet. I was like, I'll go in first. I'll make sure the spirits are ready. You know, so. I do it. I take it. I take off. Uh, and what uh, I, I'm like asking questions like verbally. And I was like talking to some like really dark being. And I was like, what's going on? Why is everybody sick? What's happening? And it, like I didn't I wasn't getting any words or any verbal cues at all. Yeah. But it was like showing me pictures of like pollution and like volcanoes and like the earth like oh, crumbling shit. and like everything in society. Like like people were destroying the earth. And I can see like the roots Everything that we're doing up here is like soaking down into the roots and like destroying the earth. And it was like mother nature, like resetting itself. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. I I came out of it and I was like, I didn't like realize what I'd seen at first. And I was trying to tell him, I was like, kept asking him questions and they wouldn't answer me, but they were showing me pictures. And he was like, because they don't communicate with questions. And I was like, what? He's like, they don't, (laughs) they don't know how to talk in human language. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Are you a shaman? I was like, don't ever. I was like, get out of my apartment. You get out of here. This isn't fucking arrival. (laughs) Exactly. I'm sending an Amy Adams. Did you text the spirits? You guys is, are you in cahoots? I I couldn't figure (laughs) it out. Yeah. And they only talk in emojis. It was so profound. What was your experience? One of you, have you done it more than once? Uh, I did it three times. First time it wasn't enough. And I just got some wavy shit and I was like, all right, second time. It was three times in one night. I'm going to ask. No, no, this is like spaced. I got you. Um, and then the second time I was like staring at a tapestry and it kind of moved. I was like, okay, whatever. Then some hippies house where his girlfriend had too much armpit hair. And, uh, the third time, um, a guy, I got it from a guy, uh, who is, oh, well, I'll say it. He talks about it all the time. I did it with uh, Shane Moss. You did it with Shane Moss. Yeah. Dude, I opened I'm a huge for him. fan of Shane Moss. I opened for him one weekend. That's so bananas. cool. And, uh, he's like, you want to try it? I was like, Yes, please. Yeah. I'll go do it with the guy who is the as like the scientist. Yeah, he yeah. probably has the best like five meo like top. It was, dude, it was nuts. So we, he's like, all right, you're gonna hit this three times, and you're gonna put on these headphones, and then you're gonna put a sleep mask on. Did you have like, like binaural beats on? What did you? What kind of headphones were you wearing? I think they were they were just nice ass headphones. Oh, ca- nice ass cans, and I fucking, I'm sorry. Sure. Cancellation headphones. Sure. They were big. They were, let's just say they were, they were the headphones I was wearing. 
the least important part of the story. He's smoking fucking God's <laughs> ball sack. Yeah. And you're worried about the fucking the headphones? headphones. Were they in here? Over here? It was, it's, it, uh, when Sony? did you put God's cum in the pipe? That's yeah. what I want to know. <laughs> so I hit it. Uh, so then I hit it once and he's like big. And then second time big. And then he's like third one. You're really going to hold it in. And then as soon as things start going wavy, put the sleep mask down. I was like, you got it. You're the, you're the king. You're the doctor. So I hit it the third time, put the thing down. And, dude, my experience was it was like a 1995 Windows screensaver where it was like the pipes were moving and there was like a ton of colors and then like a ball was going around and like bouncing through. And then all of a sudden like this multicolored layered cat that I used to have came out of nowhere. Like it died because it attacked my wife. And we had to have the SPCA come in and take the fucking cat away. It like scraped up her face, whatever. And we had to, they took it and they, they like, they made it into DMT. Yeah. And then they <laughs> and like, smoked, smoked it. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say, they took the cat out to the, to the, to the, the SPCA van, put it in there. And they're like, you want to say your goodbyes? We're like, yeah. Then they pulled out a gun and shot it. In front of us. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Cool, it's dead now. <laughs> I can't wait till we walk in the fucking house. <laughs> They're like, okay, bang, put it down. <laughs> no, here's the crazy thing about that cat, dude. Like, we had to get it tested to see if it had rabies. What was actually happening, it was having, like, uh, stroke and seizures. And instead of, it, like, it was having, like, a brain aneurysm. But instead of having a stroke, what it would do is go into fits of rage and attack us. And so we had to get it sent off to have the brain checked. And so it was sent from Cincinnati to Columbus to the head of animal control. And uh, they had to do a rabies test. And I get a call and they go, hey, is this William John DeVore Fourth?" I'm like, yeah. They go, uh, were you Arrow's legal guardian? I'm like, you can say dad because it's a McCama cat dad. And they, went, cat okay. dad. and they went, okay, cool. Um, okay, so we got, uh, so Arrow, yeah, we got the results of the decap back and your cat didn't have rabies. Goodbye. I'm like, decap? You're talking about just cutting my cat's head open. One of my little best friends, a guy who would pose for Instagram every time I pulled out my camera, like I'm ordering something at fucking Starbucks. Yeah, I'll take one decap, no cream, sugar, fucking dip. Oh, your drink's ready. This is for a cunt, for a cunt. Uh, so then this the cat shows up when I'm on this trip, and then it just looks at me and goes, Meow, and then like shit starts echoing, and then the third eye opens, and then I fall into the third eye, and then the trip was over, and I pulled the mask up, and Jane was like, so? And I went, I saw my cat. And he was like, what the <laughs> Fuck! You saw your cat. He like snatches the pipe away. He was like, "Get the fuck out of the green! Get out of here! Get out of here, man!" You saw your cat. Nerd. He was like, "Dude, that's for God." He's yeah, like, yeah. "No, dude, I'm a veterinarian, so I'm yeah. very uh, yeah." Animals don't have a soul, but I guess they show up when you're on crazy drugs. Yeah, the fuck they do, dude. Yeah. Oh my God, that's so crazy, bro. Yeah, DMT and, was wild. So I mean. I don't know. It just doesn't come around all the time. I don't know. I'm not actively out there searching for DMT. I don't know people who are. I'm not holding, but uh, I know a guy. Okay, nice. <laughs> I bet he has like a giant fish tank. Like I feel people like yeah. who sell DMT have like a bunch of lizards and like fish, like exotic rainbow fish or whatever. I keep telling my, it's been a few years since I did it, but I keep telling myself like, I think get something out of it now, but like talking about it now and like talking about your dead cat and stuff, it makes me not want to ever do it again. You know? Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like if I fall into like well, it's someone, not like the, it's not like the cat attacked me when I was on DMT. What's crazy is like the cat like turned back into the earth, and then like those plants were from the earth, and like the cat like 
came back and haunted you in your DMT trip. <laughs> it wasn't really a haunt. It was more of like, Meow, and then like the eye opened and it was like, that's it. It wasn't like threatening or scary. It was just like, I guess this is what was in my brain and needed to come out and be shook from me. Yeah. You needed to like, let that go. You think yeah. you were holding on to like some, like, especially like when they said decap, like did that, you're like, is, it, is that coffee? I don't know why you yeah. had to like, decap. Like you would abbreviate <laughs> decapitation. Is this Starbucks? You, to, you uh, needed to save two seconds and not make me feel better. Yeah. And why do you even bring it up? You didn't yeah. even need to bring it up. You just say that the rabies results came back negative. That's and you it. didn't have to tell me about taking the top off my cat's dome. Right. And then just be and ruining my day. Already going through enough because <laughs> I had to give my cat to you because it went crazy. Dude, that's like if you were to get tested for STDs and your doctor was like, Hey, man, all good. No AIDS here. But this dick pic I took of you is doing great online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great on my OF right now. It's Holy killing. Dude, you got a great dick, bud. Great dick. Hangs up. <laughs> you got a strong future down there, pal. Like, my physician's great. I mean, he's just. <laughs> good thing he's not a pediatrician. Yeah, good <laughs> and that's it, folks. That's it. We did it. <laughs> we did it. I wonder. Uh, I gotta check and see if Alex is. Uh, he should be here any minute. I, and um, cool. He doesn't have my number. Let me make sure he didn't message me on Instagram. He's still at the game. It is oh. top eight. Oh, he has arrived. Wait. Oh no. He got here two thirty. He said. Oh. oh yeah, I should plug my shit. Yeah. Yeah. Can we plug it. Yeah. Okay. Please plug your podcast and your uh, Instagram and okay. everything for people. Follow at me at William the Four for Instagram and Twitter, um, and it's the Four, not like the number Four. It's like William T H E F O U R, um, and then I don't really use Facebook. It's for boomers, and then for them to fight about like where their social security is going. It's um, true. And then uh, my podcast is at the new nasty boys on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we use Instagram the most for that. And um, you can follow us on YouTube. We post a new episode every week there. Um, and also we're a part of the sports drink podcast network, which is a great network and couldn't be happier to be a part of them. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. I really appreciate you coming on today, dude. I had a blast talking to you um, about DNT and your cat and uh, <laughs> that dude. <laughs> take taking a shit in the tundra dude i here's I the crazy thing about it dude. I, dude on friday i had like nine people text me like and sent me the thing they're like was this you is this you are you gonna shit in the tundra? i'm like stop asking me if i'm gonna shit in the tundra people look at me like they think i won i can scale a wall get up there and shit in the tundra it's, it's no. like the game telephone they're like basically they think that you just like emailed in with a fake email <laughs> <laughs> right dude He's like, I'm that good. I'm that good. And that's the that's the style of production that you can go see over at the new Nasty Boys. Uh, it's very elaborate. So thank yeah. you guys for watching. Subscribe to our YouTube. Follow me on all social media. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for being here behind the camera, Justin. Peace out. Bye.